Greetings. This is the Stephen Ivy Show, where we are having candid conversations that ignite hope and inspire healing. Let's go inside this episode to take a listen. I know you'll enjoy. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Stephen Ivy Show, where we are having candid conversations that ignite hope and inspire healing. As always, I'm your host, Stephen Ivy, and today's guest is the founder of Spirit Moxie, a vision of the little things that can change the world. As a writer, she is known for conversation posts on the Spirit Moxie website and as the author of the globally available book, Moxie Moves, 10 Easy Ways to Make a Powerful Difference. Everyone, please help me welcome Dr. B. Sedgwick to our show. Welcome, B. Thank you so much. It's just a real honor to be here. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm, I'm glad you uh, accepted my invitation and, and decided to come on. And uh, I'm, I'm so impressed with all that you do and uh, can't wait to get talking about it. Um, but I have two questions that I ask everybody uh, at the very top of the show. Uh, the first question is, what does hope and healing mean to you? Hope especially right now for me is crucial. I'm actually trying, it's, it's, it's so deep and complicated to write a book about hope right now. Mm. I think it's our main sort of fuel for what we need right now. And it's what keeps us going when things seem like they can't really go anywhere. Yeah, that's good. And And healing, well, we'll be talking about healing because it's, it's actually part of the spirit moxie vision. Okay. It's hope that makes the healing possible. Wow. That we know that it can happen. It's hope that makes us know that healing really, really, really can happen if we let it. Wow. That's so good. Uh, so along with that, that line of thinking, is there a song that reminds you of hope and or healing? A, a long time ago when I started spirit moxie, which was 2013, I think. I ended wow. up with a Moxie song list. But the very first song in that, I think, for me, answers that question. Okay. And that's Louis Armstrong's um, It's a Wonderful World. Yeah, we all are familiar with that. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, cool. it's a familiar song, but whenever I feel really down and need to know about the hope and healing of the world, that's what I go listen to. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's cool. Um so I will, I'll start this off. I'm sure if my audience is somewhat like me, they're unfamiliar with the term uh, spirit moxie and may, may not have ever heard that term. So could you start off by just telling us what is a spirit moxie and what inspired you to be a spirit moxie? It's more a, a vision than a bee, although I've been called it. Okay. Um, um, I, I, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I finally figured out I could, the only skill I knew I could do was write. Mm. And um, I ended up, I was going to be all witty and clever, and we'll be talking about some of these, I think, but those little things that if only everybody did them, the world would be a better place. Mm-hmm. I kept real conversations like we are. Yes, ma'am. And um, I was going to just be all smart about it. But when I shared that with my mentor, uh, we were playing with it as a, as a possibility. And spirit became part of 
just what drives us and, and lives in us. It's how we are. Yeah. And the Moxie part was part of a band from Canada called Moxie Fruvis <laughs> that I absolutely adore. They don't exist anymore. But the word Moxie has just become so important because it's part of all the verve and spunk and um, fun and energy that we can claim. And nice. um, as you said in the introduction, Moximus is the name of the book, and that's become a name for all the little things that we do. Can do. Wow. Okay. Awesome. So I was reading on your website, I was perusing and, and reading a, a lot of things. And one of the things that really stuck out to me, uh, and I, I'm loosely paraphrasing this, but on the website, you stated that there are positive benefits to both chaos and the chaotic. And I believe you talked even more about creating space for disruptions to occur. Could you could you lean into that a little oh. bit more and, 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 and talk about that? I've had to become a fan of chaos. Wow. Because I don't know about you, but there's a lot of ways that I don't see how things can possibly change sometimes. Mm. I mean, sometimes things get pretty dark. and But when you play with chaos, is that if you get enough people doing anything, mm -hmm. it can shift into something bigger. And it doesn't have to be a negative thing. Yeah. Um, I always sort of fail on the exact stats, but I mean, but there've been pro positive protests that have happened just because somebody sent a tweet yeah. and it fell in the right place at the right time. Or we complain about bad weather, but, but what about when bad weather is predicted and we get gorgeous weather? Mm. We don't say, oh, that's a result of chaos, but it is. Yeah. So, so the positive part of chaos for me is that if we hold it as possibility, that's when really, really, really fabulous positive things can begin to happen. Wow. And from what I'm hearing, it just sounds like uh, a part of that is just your perspective, that what is actually chaotic or may can be assumed as being bad can actually be a blessing in disguise. Always, if you let it be. Almost, almost everything ends up being what I call story, and that's not a new concept with me, but it's mm -hmm. how we interpret what is happening to us. And when we start learning to look at it from just, I mean, like right now, whatever's going on with anybody listening to this, right this very second, mm -hmm. you're fine. Yeah. What you're doing is listening to this podcast. Yeah. It's not as bad as it seems. True. Yeah, that's that's really good. So um, again, I was being nosy. I, I looked at your website. I, I, I checked you out on your website. And um, what was really interesting, so it, really it was two things. I came across a list of a of 100 ways to make the world work. Those and, were the um, initial initial cards that I, I, I was writing down. There's more than 100 now. There's a lot wow. more than 100 now. But, but those <laughs> were the first 100. I, I was actually... In sort of the pre-podcast, I actually got to be on a radio show, and okay. we kept talking about these hundred things, and I realized they weren't listed anywhere, and so that's where that came from. That is the cool. First hundred. And so, is is your book Moxie Moves um, a, a a piece of that hundred list? There, there's ten of them. Uh -huh. um, not all of them were on the original list. I'd have to look because I, I forget what's on the hundred. Oh no, that's but, no problem. But um. But yes, it's it's the same thing. 
what Moxie Moves was, um, you know, just if we just do things, it'll change the world and change each other, but we'll get into some examples, I think. But yeah. Um, and so I was going to do this really fast cut and paste book because, you know, everybody needs a book to be taken seriously. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. It, it, it decided it wanted to be a real serious book. I mean, it's wow. hardcover, not cardcover, it's paperback, everything, but um, an ebook. Mm-hmm. And it will, if we ever get out of COVID, it'll be an audio book, but I was going to do it at the library and they closed that on me. Anyway, oh. but, um, but, but it's 10 of them. And the whole point was to sort of explain this whole deal. Okay. Awesome. Although some people are thinking that the 10 sort of explains it all. So who knows? <laughs> so I, I love this concept that, that I keep, continue to hear you kind of referring back to. Uh, my friend, uh, his name is Alex Geiger. He wrote a song, um, last year released it it's called one day at a time Mm. and i I believe that that's what i'm hearing you talk about is small steps it's the little things that we can do if we just take everything one day at a time and so i want to kind of give you the floor give us some actions that we can do um, that will help us make the world better that we can increase um, happiness and joy in this world just it's on you dr b well, the, the easiest one, and when everybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, I give the example of smiling. Mm. Just smile. Just walk down the street and smile at somebody and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, people that don't think even ignore, ignoring you will smile. Smile with your mask on. You, yeah. and, and people will see the difference in your eyes, I swear. So smiling, I think, is one of the easiest way to know that it's catching you know, you're going to smile at somebody, and even if they're having a horrible day, they'll smile back at you. Yeah. Or look at the little kid in front of you in the grocery store, or the person being an absolute idiot child trying to do something. You smile at them. It's sort of like they've they've done studies which aren't I don't have written anywhere where people like have changed the culture in hospitals. Wow. By by smiling at people like so if they're within so many feet of you and mm. et cetera, et cetera, it's, it's, it's good stuff. So that's maybe the most concrete sort of tag team thing of, of a boxy move. That's um, awesome. Because I know like even just looking at the world now and, and even 2020, um, although we had masks, uh, you know, it, it was the world was just really different last year um, in, in so many ways, um, whether it was the, you know, the, the social unrest, whether it was um, the, the pain that people were experiencing with grief um, because of COVID or if it was the isolation because of grief. And in some ways, our, our nation became, those that live in our nation, it, it's almost as if outsiders became more of enemies than, than friends. And just a simple smile kind of allows you to let the guard down and and really in in so many words say i'm not an enemy i'm your friend uh i come in peace so to speak and so that's amazing and, and one of the uh, just to following what you're saying mm-hmm. i've fallen in love with zoom yes i've discovered that people can absolutely truly connect there i mean we've reached a science fiction world because mm. you talk about people in other countries but i've talked to people in various parts of Europe, mm-hmm. in um, Singapore, in 
I regularly write with one person from Montreal and one person from the UK. Wow. I mean, we get together three, four, five times a week on Zoom. Yeah. And write. That's cool. Um, and there's a laughter and smiling and connection on that. And it partly is really, you can, I don't know. It's, it's, it's amazing stuff. And it, that's, but that's, yes, I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Another piece with that, I think, mm -hmm. is the idea of being grateful. If you go to anybody who's talking about happiness and joy and possibility, it's one of the key, um, I, I, I'm planning or have, have designed a little class around being more present. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is like, it's almost as important as breath. Yeah. And if you come, if you start practicing gratitude, even if you don't think you have anything grateful for, just be grateful that you're breathing mm. um, and can hear this, it changes you. I, I can't even begin to describe how it does, but from a place of gratitude, people realize that they, for example, don't have to be successful to be happy, but that gratitude creates happiness, which actually leads to being more successful. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't even know how to, it's one of the things you almost have to experience. Yeah. Um, somebody named Sean Ecker has ACHOR has the most hilarious TED talk, if anybody wants to look it up. Okay. Um, which was part of what I used when I first sort of wrote about this a while ago. So that's a recommendation for everybody. And he wrote some book called The Happiness Advantage. Okay. Which again is sort of crucial, but it explains really that sort of it's gratitude that comes first. Yeah. And it's one of the first lessons that we teach our kids, right? Somebody gives you mm -hmm. a, a piece of candy. Um, someone opens a door for you or helps you put your clothes on. I know I have two little ones and, and really a third one who will be talking in um, probably a year from now. And that's a big deal. Be grateful um, and appreciate what you have. Um, because yes. honestly, some people don't have even what we feel like is a little to someone mm -hmm. else is a lot. And so uh, it's about perspective again, that being grateful really can help change our perspective that it's not as bad <laughs> as it seems. It's it's another thing that can bring you back to now, which is one of my big things is that oh, that's coming good. from a place where we really, really are. So to, to people aren't quite sure how to go about this, mm -hmm. in the morning before you get up, just go through three to five things that you're grateful through from, from the day before. Yeah. And just start your day like that and then see how it plays out. And I don't know, I've, I've gotten so like, I notice it all the time. I love that. I just, I'm, I'm writing this down because that was really good. And I'm, I'm going to use it. I tell everybody uh, I'm, I, when I find things that are really good, I may say this again, and I can't promise you that I'm going to give you credit for it, but I'm giving you credit for it now that no. great gratefulness makes us focus on now. It helps us be thankful for what's going on right now. That's that's really good. Actually, I'm going to write it down that I said that. <laughs> so that that's, a, you know, so that's though both of those smiling and being grateful are both in the book. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can go into all kinds of other kinds of things. There's uh, what are called convert. I call I don't like the word blog. If you look on the Spirit Moxie website, you'll find conversation posts. Okay. I don't write very often, 
because I spend a lot of time in the writing, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't write that fast. But one of the early ones I wrote was something, and it is on the 100 list, is called Catch a Firefly. Hmm. And we're, since we're dreaming of summer right now, I thought right. I'd add that one in here. And it's partly about, you talk about your kids, it's partly about that wonder. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've ever gone out catching fireflies, but we used to. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you get a jar and you might even put holes in it, but it's like, it. but it's like, and then you get to the point where you're older and you're sort of, you might chase them, but you might just sit on your, sit outside if you have the opportunity to sit outside and just watch them. It's just yeah. like magic, magic stuff. All that light. I mean, yeah. it's a, a firefly, light of catching a firefly also invites wonder, which is another thing. And all these things, again, are related to things we do to change the world. I mean, smiling at other people, understanding the power of gratitude, indulging in wonder. And I mean, like those things give out light and no heat. Yeah. Without any kind, I mean, it's like no electric. I mean, they are, it's like magic. Yeah. It's um that whole idea of not being childish or telling, but being uh, maybe going back to playful because playful is fun. Yeah. And th- just the curiosity of a child and mm-hmm. the taking the risk, I think, is 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 what I hear that um I look at my son again. I, I use my kids as examples all the time. And my son um, just has this imagination that's out of this world. He's a five-year-old and he thinks he's a power ranger. So he he goes around the house on a daily basis, uh, sometimes wearing uh, his costumes and he's fighting imaginary bad guys. And I mean, he's making all of the sounds and the noises, but it's that youthful purity um, that that causes like I, I envy it because now being being an adult, you know, I'm I'm worried about bills and working my job and, you know, just everything. And I've lost, honestly, sometimes just the ability to take the risk and and do and be who I want to who I want to be and do what I want to do at times. You and, ever uh, play with him with that? I do. From time to time, I do. I, I get to go back and, and be a kid and, and remember it. But I probably need to do it just a little bit more. But but we do like to wrestle and play um, Power Rangers and action figures and all of that. Yeah. Cool. That's perfect. Yeah. And, and this became, for me, really crucial recently. It's a whole lot uh, to take care of our body. I wrote oh. a lot, write a lot about loving our body, which is sort of alien to a lot of people, but I, the take care of a part, I think we've forgotten during the last year. I mean, we've been worried about not getting sick, but that's different from taking care. Yeah. I did it because I actually fell. I just was walking along while I was looking at a stray dog, actually, and it was walking one of our other dogs, and I just fell. I did a face plant, which was very oh, impressive. Man. I just wasn't paying attention. So yeah. it was an example to pay attention, but it also reminded me of how we have to start taking care of ourselves. And it's different for us all. It's different for everybody. Yeah. Um, but it's important for everybody. So ask, you know, pay attention to your body and see. Like well, when I was healing my things, well, even still now, you know, you put things on for for your wounds to heal. Right. Which is a whole lot different from having to put on sunscreen because you're trying to be careful going mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. I mean, that's a different kind of taking care. Yeah. Or um, 
if I have friends who are diabetic and so they'd have a mm -hmm. whole different kinds of set things that they monitor and go around then then if you don't you just don't even think about these things it's, it's yeah. a different concept but it's important in the whole idea of changing the world of healing and well it's a concrete healing thing but um of what you've been talking about because when we're healthy when we're taken care of we can do more yeah if you don't take care of yourself it dramatically lessens your ability to interact and be with other people yeah yeah people need the 100 percent you not mm -hmm. the 50 percent mm -hmm. the 45 or the i'm trying to to be at full capacity but but yeah when we don't take care of ourselves i mean i know the end of this year was was really bad for me and and some of that was just not taking care of my body not not resting like i needed to not eating as i should um and and it ultimately led me to get um uh the coronavirus um so christmas day i was uh i had to quarantine for 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 uh 10 to 14 days um so i i, I know that very very well very well very that's well that's a good story yeah yep. uh, Yes. One, one of the things in Maximus is sleep is one of the, is the there aren't a whole lot of individual things I mm. have on um, taking care of your body. I mean, there was washing your hands long before the virus. Yeah. And um, it was one, but, um, you know, brushing your teeth and, and sleep, <laughs> but sleep is a main one. Sleep affects everybody, but that's a whole other, other topic at a different time. Definitely. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I only have one more. This one's for you, Stephen. All right, thank you. I get a, I get a treat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it made me think of you, and it's one that I haven't written on, so okay. we're winging this one all the way around. All right. But it is on the 100 list, okay. and that's challenge yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I listened to your first podcast, and that's what you're doing are daring to do by by launching this and by challenging us all to this place of hope and healing. Yeah. But I think there's something that makes us uncomfortable about the idea of challenging ourselves. I mean, like, what if it doesn't work? Yeah. Uh, there's that whole risky, risky, what is that everybody think about us piece. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of it it's, comes from what I call a fake fear. Mm. We use our in the whole fight, flight, and fight and flight lizard brain stuff mm -hmm. that we do. Worrying about what other people think of us is probably the top of the list in our modern world. For oh yeah, they don't have to worry about food and things. Um, so challenge yourself and just know it's fine, and it isn't anybody else's business how it plays out and where it is and how it how it comes around yeah that's that's really good um episode two i talk about actually um conquering fear okay and, cool uh i give i i'm starting out start out with 10 uh and episode two features five of those but in there one of the things that i, I do mention is that you have to give yourself grace uh, part mm -hmm. of it is you you have to just do it, but you also have to just give yourself grace. And and it's like what you're saying that oftentimes whenever it's something, especially something that's new to us, um, we like to 
think about, well, what are people going to say about it? Or what about if I mess up? And, and oftentimes when we do that, we end up sitting on the sidelines, never taking the risk, never seeing if we could actually do it. And um, we, we allow fear to just keep us, keep us on the sidelines. Um, but I, I love that challenge yourself. It's okay to stretch yourself. And if you mess up, it's okay. Give yourself grace, get back up, dust yourself off and try again. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, if you think about it's maybe easier to think about it because I you're like, I'm thinking the podcast, I'm thinking about the things I'm trying to do. Uh But think about it maybe physically. Mm. Because that's a challenge yourself that maybe a lot of people, some of people listening, um, maybe athletically or um, trying to learn something new. And, and when you don't do those, I mean, if you discover you aren't going to run a, a mile in whatever thing you thought you were going to, but you tried and it turned out that, you know, your big toe hurts and you can't do it or something. I mean, I'm being a little flip there, but sometimes there ends up being physical reasons you can't, but you still challenged yourself. Right, right. So a challenge of yourself doesn't mean that it happens. Yeah. It means that you took the action. Yeah, you took the and risk. And sometimes it does happen. Yeah. Sometimes you end up with a podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and sometimes it happens after several attempts, um, mm-hmm. failed attempts, that mm-hmm. is. And that's that's another conversation for another day. Um, but this this is so good. Uh, we, we have to come to a, a wrap. Yeah. Um, but but let let us know what is what is one major takeaway from our conversation today that you would like the audience to keep with them? That you make a difference. You absolutely make a difference just by getting up in the morning. Beautiful. Um, so what have you read recently? These are all questions I ask everybody at the yeah. end. Um, what have you read recently that's really inspired you? Well, I've been reading. I've been sort of reading anything anybody recommends to me these days, but I realized the other day I'd never read Jonathan Livingston Seagull, Mm. which is one of those books people keep mentioning. It's by Richard Bach, and it's very short, and it's amazing. I need to reread it. I got a library copy out to do it again. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to check it out myself. So as we talk about, um, you know, the vision for Spirit Moxie and even making Moxie moves, are there any other resources that you would recommend for us? Well, the personal person I've followed the most in terms of books and other things is somebody named Martha Beck. Okay. Um, And her basic, most recent sort of nonfiction basic book is called Finding Your Way in a Wild New World. And if you have any even inkling that maybe you can make a difference in the world or that you can be a little bit of a visionary or challenge things, she might speak to you. But she's been very crucial for me. Great, great, great. Martha Bick, we'll look her up. Um, so we've heard you talk a lot about the book that you're writing. Um, what what else can we be expecting from you and uh, be on the lookout for from you? Well, the book, hope I don't know when that's happening. Um, and there is still the class that mm-hmm. I've, I'm I'm really very very excited about on a whole piece of sort of banishing overwhelm and finding calm and ease in these times. 
there's always conversation posts. Awesome. Um, that are ha happen all the time. And since I also sort of do what shows up, I never quite know. But, <laughs> but yes, there's some poetry books coming out for sure. Great. Great, great. I'm uh, actually stretching myself, challenging myself to to read and memorize more poetry um, because the language can be so beautiful. Well, these are odd, but there's a book all about trees that's mm. coming out this summer. Trees, okay. It'll be an ebook only because I'm doing full color photographs with it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So this is the last question, and I sh I'm sure everybody wants to know this. How can we stay connected with you after listening to this podcast? And we want to know what else is going on. Well, um, Spirit Moxie will be, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Okay. It's M-O-X-I-E. Um, and that's also the website. And at the top of the website, it says stay in touch. And there's a place for just your name and an email, and then they'll ask you to confirm it. You'll get almost no emails from me as a result because I they only come out usually when I'm doing a new conversation post. Okay. But if there's a class or something, I'll probably tell you. And you get a free cheat cheat sheet for changing the world if you sign up. Nice, 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 nice. So everybody, you heard it, you want that free cheat sheet. So head over to spiritmoxie.com and, and uh, sign up for that. All right. Um, well, Dr. B, it's been wonderful. I've enjoyed this conversation thoroughly. Uh, it's been a pleasure even meeting you and talking to you. Um, and so we're going to be following you and, and wishing you the best of luck. All right. And I'm cheering on the Stephen Ivey show. So thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. I really appreciate that. Thank you again. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening today. I need you to do me a favor. Leave a review and share this episode with a family member or friend. And then make sure you visit my website, www.ivyleagueenterprises.com. I want you to stay up to date with all the wonderful things that are happening in the Ivy League. Listen, it's been real, it's been fun, but I've got to run. Have a great day. Peace.